guys, welcome back to my podcast. Today we're talking about how you can start your business with little to no money. So without further ado, let's get started. All right, starting a business with little to no money. Yes, it's possible. And today I want to talk to you guys about it. I know that a lot of you guys might think about wanting to start a business especially after what happens during the year of 2020. A lot of people lost their jobs and a lot of people got hit financially. So in order to prevent that in the future, a great idea would be to start a business or to start a side hustle. But how do you do that? Especially if you don't have starting capital lying around. So the first thing that you can do if you want to start a business, but you don't have a lot of money, a lot of cash, then I would suggest that you start out with a service-based company. A service-based company is a business where you trade a service, something that you do for money, and you add some value for your customer. So in essence, you're not selling an actual product, but you're selling a service or a skill that you have. A great benefit from a service-based company is that it will cost you little to nothing to actually start up your business. When you're offering a physical product, then you'll first have to develop it and then you'll have to sell it. And all of that takes time, money, and also energy. And on top of that, you'll probably also have to deal with packaging, shipping your product, products, customer service. So these are all things that will be eliminated if you choose to have a service-based company. With a service-based company, you won't have all these things. You won't have any production costs, which is great for those of you who want to start with little to no money. I myself have a service-based company and I find that you're also more flexible towards your clients. If they don't like something about your service, you can easily adjust it. Where when you have a physical product then you'll have to go back to production make changes and all of that is only going to cost you money so being flexible is definitely one of the great advantages when you have a service-based company you'll actually be able to listen to your clients and to change up your service to cover more of their needs and their wants of course there are also some downsides when it comes to a service-based company i think that since you don't have an actual product it will be more difficult to price your services because when you have a product clients usually understand exactly what they're getting and with a service sometimes there can be some misunderstandings around that when pricing your service you'll have to make sure that the client understands exactly what they're paying for and you'll have to make sure that they get the added value from your service or else they won't think that it's going to be worth the price. Another thing that is going to be a little bit more difficult when you have a service-based business is to actually sell your service or to sell yourself to new clients. Both of these downsides of having a service-based company are free. So it's not like you have to throw money at it in order to find a solution, which is why I think that if you don't have a lot of capital, a service-based company is the way to go. Now, if you want to start your service-based business, I think that it's very important to write everything down. It's not because you don't have a physical product that you don't have to make a, a business plan. Write down what you're actually selling, 
why you're doing it and what the problem is that you're solving. Also take a look at your competitors. Who are they? What are they doing? What are they doing well? And what can you actually learn from them? Even though you might not need a lot of money to start this business, you still need to get your financials in order. It's important that you have a clear picture of the money that you have, the money that you'll need, and the money that you'll want to make with this business. So in essence, it's still important to have a short financial plan that you can always fall back on. Make sure to register your business when you're ready. And this week you can find on my YouTube channel a whole video about the steps you need to take to actually register your business. So if you're interested in that, you can go and check that out on my YouTube channel, which is called Kelia Mayoka, which is my name. The next step would actually be to market yourself. As I said before, this is actually going to be one of the more difficult things to do. It's very important to have some kind of online presence. So figure out what platform is best for you and your business and make sure that you're on there promoting yourself. When you get your first few customers or clients, see if they can leave you a positive review online because that always helps, especially if you're working locally. People that are searching locally for someone to help them with the service that they're looking for, they're always going to look at the ratings that you have online. When your business will grow, you'll be able to actually run some ads and then maybe have some printed work gear and that is also going to help to get you recognized and to market and sell yourself. Service-based businesses are very difficult to scale and I'm speaking from experience because I myself, as I said, I have a service-based business and if you want to grow, you'll have to put some things in place. It's important that you ask yourself, okay, what is going to happen if I'm not there? If I go on vacation, who is going to take things over and are the things going to keep running? If, if I just decide to take a couple of days off, a couple of days to myself. So to do this, you'll have to have some system in place that others can follow when you're not there so that all the tasks can be easily done by other people of your team. Of course, that is if you actually have a team. Now, if after everything I said, you still want to start a business, but you don't have a lot of cap capital and you still want to have a product-based business where you actually sell a physical product, then what you can do is sell your product on demand. This is great if your product is something that you can make yourself. It basically means that you can actually go out and buy the things that you need for it whenever you have a pending order for your product. This will help you make money in the beginning that you'll be able to put back into your business and then make your business grow from there. If you're not making your own product, then selling your products on demand is going to be a little bit more difficult because usually manufacturers have a MOQ, which is a minimum order quantity. They do this because it would be too costly for them to produce or to manufacture only a couple of items at a time. This is why I would only recommend this method if you are making your products yourself or if if you're selling the same product to everyone and you don't have to have your product in a bunch of different colors or different sizes, then you will be able to manufacture your product in small quantities and start from there. Any money that you would make from incoming sales, you would put 
step back into the business and buy more stock or make more products because the more you stock you buy at once, the less it is going to cost. All right, you guys, I hope you liked this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to give me a rating and to share this episode with someone who you think that could benefit from this information. Thank you for listening and then I'll talk to you in my next one.